Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, this is Note to Self, and I'm your host, Peyton Sarton. From Q&As and breakup tips to simply navigating every stage of life, Note to Self is a space to get messy, explore new perspectives, and ultimately empower yourself and others. Grab some wine or a mocktail, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Right. Hey guys, I am sitting here with my friend Jake Fleming and we were actually just in the middle of a conversation about content corner. I was kind of trying to be like, hey, Jake, like we need to just dial in, figure out what you're watching. So let's start there. Let's start with the content corner. I've been loving an oldie. Okay. But glad she's come back into my life. Okay. Called Ugly Betty. Okay. <laughs> Ugly <laughs> What's Betty. it on? It is on Netflix. Okay, perfect. I don't know if they just recently put it on, but mm-hmm. they really recommended it to me. And mm-hmm. I went on there and I said, let me watch this. And it's been so inspiring because yeah. she's like this fashion intern that goes to this like fashion magazine that's mm-hmm. supposedly supposed to be Vogue. Kind of okay. like Devil Wears Prada. Mm-hmm. Um, and like works her way up through the company is just an icon. And I'm obsessed with her. So okay. Ugly yeah. Betty. Ugly Betty. Get to it. Get to it. I'll watch, watch it immediately. It. I always yeah. need a new show because I make myself stop working at it's night. It's a good series because yeah. there's so many seasons. Mm. And it's a good comfort show. Kind of like Sex in the City. Yes. Well, you know what my comfort show is right now? What? We're going a different direction. Oh, God. It's called SEAL Team. What is that? Is that like... <laughs> it's about a SEAL Team. Oh, <laughs> a Navy SEAL Team. A Navy SEAL Team. Okay. Yes. Very different. Um, very different. Very different. It's on Paramount <laughs> Plus And it is... There's six seasons. Okay. But the thing with this show is they're always on a new mission. So it's like exciting and there's the personal life twist. But like, yeah. you don't really have to watch because the same thing basically happens in all the scenarios. Like okay. they almost die. Someone yeah. gets saved. Love. There's some kind of level of toxic masculinity. Then they work through it. And then they're like, oh my gosh, that I shouldn't have done that to my brother. Yeah. And then like the whole thing. Yeah. A lot of death, but to the point where you're like, <laughs> Okay, another person died. Another person yeah, died. Okay, you kind of get like, like desensitized to yes, it. Yes, they're okay, trying gotcha. to like prove the point. Yeah. Also, I grew up in a military background, so like it's I just. I feel like I knew this. Yeah, it's just like, I feel like you've told me. This. I love it, like the words they use. Yeah. I actually recently met a guy who was a Navy SEAL at a party, and we're sitting there talking to each other, and he literally was like, "This is like the deepest conversation I've ever had <laughs> at a party in Los Angeles before," yeah. but he was because I grew up on a military base for a portion of time, yeah. and like my dad did deployments and stuff. There's certain like language you use and yeah. certain things you do yeah. that only other military people know. So yeah. I was saying these words and he was literally just looking at me. It was in a, <laughs> when I tell you like the sparkliest dress you've ever seen, <laughs> like a strong cat eye. And she's talking about military. And I'm like, yeah, so like the TDYs and then like the deployment, obviously. And then we went to the comp and he's literally looking at me like, what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> the juxtaposition of that moment yes. is amazing. He was like, what is happening? And yeah. we just talked about like my dad's plane and like how it 
kind of went into his life too. But anyway, oh, wow. I just like military life is easy for yeah. me. So it's something I could like fall asleep to. Yeah. Similar with sports. Like I would watch Sports Center when I was younger. Yeah. No, just, that like, makes sense because the there, are, there are people that will fall asleep to like crime yes. things. Yes. And I'm like, mm. not for me. I'm like, <laughs> Ugly Betty will do it. <laughs> <laughs> Ugly Betty is my yeah, thing. Yeah. I actually need to watch that. I need something lighthearted. Like a chick flick is my thing. Yes. I yeah. need something lighthearted. Okay. So who are you following on social media so, this week? I have been thinking about this question mm-hmm. and has nothing to do with fashion. So sorry, everyone. <laughs> I am beyond obsessed with those bottles that get rolled down the stairs and break videos. Who is the girl who reacts, reacts to them? And she's like British. Yes. I have no idea who I've she is. I've talked about her before. I'm she obsessed with her. She is fabulous. She's, she also did a reaction to that guy that does the wood chopping. Oh, yes. Have you seen that yes, reaction wood of hers? Chopping. Oh, my God. No, she obsessed. is hilarious. Her and that girl name, I think her name's Maddie. She's the one that created, if you know the words of the song. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, one, yeah. Obsessed with them. <laughs> yeah. I need to find out that girl's name because I always forget and I need to just, I'll put it on my Instagram story. If I'll follow me on there, I'll put her on it she's to just, give her her credit. Yeah, she's unreal. I want to see her react to everything. Exactly. And I was like, sometimes I wish I could post content yes. like that. Yes. I feel like I just, you'd be so good at reacting. It, it would be funny, but it's just so on like left field for yes, me that yes. it would just make no sense. And people would be like, what is wrong with you? It's more personality it type. Is. Okay, it so is. let's talk it about really how is. you, your content and how you get started. Because I found you on TikTok. Yes. Probably so that's through one wh- of your like, how to not dress boring TikToks. Oh yeah. yeah. I do like crazy things on there. But mm-hmm. I started like about two years ago now. Okay. And became something that I wasn't really like expecting it to, which Mm -hmm. thankfully, thank God, Mm -hmm. it worked out. But yeah, I just started making videos where I kind of like told people what to wear and what not to wear and Mm -hmm. what I thought looked good and what I thought didn't look good. And it was very opinionated. Yes. And then I just started like incorporating my own style into it and showing people how I style personal things. And then it kind of grew into this huge platform. And yeah, here we are. So what series are you working on right now? Because I've been watching all of like all the get just get dressed with me. Yeah. And essentially how to style very specific pieces. Yeah. So I I made this video. I think it was like a day ago, a day or two ago. And Mm -hmm. it went so viral. And I was like not expecting that. Okay. And so I'm kind of like running with this series right now where I'm like teaching people how to make their closets more exciting with specific pieces. So I like yesterday or two days ago, I did a video where I taught people had to take a button down and wear it three different ways that you would have no idea how to wear it. So yeah, like yeah, yeah. turning it into like a halter top and making it cropped, but not cutting it. Mm-hmm. And then like making it into like kind of like a dress situation, Okay, but just by different ways of tying it. And mm-hmm. it got like, it was like a million likes on it. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay, <laughs> well, how do you come up with that? Like, um, are you sitting there like just twisting it around, figuring it out? Or are you like these things you see are, like, yeah, so I've there. actually like known because I went to fashion school. So okay. I a lot of the stuff that I like do and incorporate in my videos is from stuff that I learned there. Okay. And I just saw people like in school, like doing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not like the original creator. So don't fucking come <laughs> after me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it just always stuck with me. And I've been using it in my life like since then. Yeah. And I just got like inspired by like the really cool people I went to school with. So your love for fashion. Let's, yeah. Let's rewind. Yeah. When did this start? Because today we're going to talk about personal style and developing that. And I feel like it takes a sense of knowing who you are. Yeah. And also being playful and confident. Exactly. But when did this whole process start for you? Yeah. So it was in high school and I didn't necessarily know that I wanted to go into fashion 
the entire time that I was in high school. It Mm -hmm. didn't start until like about junior year for me. Um, I also wasn't out in high school ever, even though everyone knew. Mm. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I wasn't out. I didn't come out until I moved out to L.A., but that was kind of the thought process. I was like, I'm not coming out until I move away from my small hometown in Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Okay. Yeah. And so obviously in Massachusetts, there's not a lot of fashion stuff going on there. Okay. I've never been to Massachusetts yeah. before. Honestly, Boston's cute. If okay. you decide to go, it's really cute. Nowhere else. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's about it. Maybe Cape Cod and then like Martha's okay. Vineyard, but that's a story <laughs> for another day. Okay. Um, so I started like playing around with fashion junior year. I interned with my aunt. For like my senior project mm-hmm. who was like a fashion PR person okay. out in LA and I stayed out here for like three months. I got to like graduate early and that's kind of like a, what kickstarted it for me. And mm-hmm. then I obviously decided to go to fashion school. And I when I went to fashion school, I wasn't already really, I wasn't like diving into it as much as I should have been. Yeah, I thought yeah. I knew stuff about fashion, but then I didn't until mm-hmm. I went there and I was like, oh, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I really like learned everything that I love and got so inspired by the people that I went to school with there. And um, that's what kind of like developed me a little bit more those like two years that I was in school. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of just like continued to blossom after the fact. But I think moving to like a metropolitan city Mm -hmm. is also what helped me because you're exposed to so many more people. So I feel like that's what helped me kind of find my way. And also be inspired and also feel free enough to like experiment. Yeah. Because like I always say like, so I'm from Texas. Yeah. And Fort Worth is not a small town. There's like a million people in it, I'm pretty sure. But yeah. like in our, my community, it was a small community. I went yeah. to a small school. And I remember growing up, the worst thing that you could do is to stand out at all. So like if you're going to get mm-hmm. dressed for something, you got to make sure you and your friends are all going to dress in basically the same exact thing because exactly. it could be too embarrassing to 1, stand out. Same with college. And I moved Which out here. That it it's sucks. always like that. Yeah. And I, I moved out here and I felt so free and I feel like a lot of the questions I get are from people who are maybe in that world where they feel like they don't want to stand out or they don't want to be different than other people because it attracts too much attention yeah I remember like even in college we'd be like oh my god are you wearing like a hat to brunch today yeah if you like wore a hat it was like oh my god yeah you're like like, what what is going on like oh my god she's wearing a hat like that's wild like it was just like the (sighs) if it wasn't like a t-shirt if or it like was, a tea and like if a it long wasn't necklace. like vineyard vines and a khaki for me yes then yes. there was no out out well also men don't have like any options when it comes no to i that. know that's why i started wearing women's clothing because yeah it's one more exciting and also fits me better mm-hmm. and there's a bit more flavor there yes thank god nowadays like as we're like going further mm-hmm. and progressing like men's fashion's getting a little bit more like androgynous which but, is great yeah, yeah but back then no nothing. not at all i had nothing i was like wearing hollister all day Disgusting. I did have those moments. Yeah, I did have those moments. Disgusting. If you ever find a photo of me, <laughs> you don't. just pretend you never saw don't, it. Don't yeah. do it. Please don't. Thankfully, my school had uniforms, so like a lot of the photos I had during easy. the day are That's like easy. uniformed, yeah. and then like I played sports, so it was a lot of like just big t-shirts. Yeah, and Nike. But shorts. uniforms can be fun. I've made videos where like mm-hmm. people have asked me like, "How can I like elevate my school, school uniform, uniform or yeah. like add things to it?" and Stuff like that. And they mm-hmm. always do well. So if you wear a uniform, go check that out. <laughs> I, you have to. You have yeah. to. <laughs> with over 200 destinations around the world, Weston Hotels make it possible for you to keep up with your wellness routine while traveling. With signature offerings that help you to move, eat, and sleep well, Weston Hotels make travel an opportunity to enhance your well-being. Okay. 
How many times have you been on a trip and you're like, all right, we're going on this trip. I'm packing. I'm packing exercise clothes for every single day. I'm packing my supplements. I'm packing my various wellness powders. I have a plan. I'm like, you know what? This time, Peyton, we're going to stay on track. We're going to be healthy because this trip, we're going to feel better. And then day two, it goes completely out the window. I return home. All my supplements have not been taken. Not a single exercise piece of clothing has been worn. So this kills me because if I stay at a hotel that makes wellness easy for me, it would be an absolute game changer. So at Weston, you can work out how you want with a variety of fitness options to keep your wellness routine on track while you're away. Maintain your focus in a Weston workout fitness studio equipped with state-of-the-art equipment. You can do your own thing in your guest room with workout and recovery gear available on demand through Weston's gear lending program, which I think I would kind of go for that option, especially the recovery gear. I love that stuff. So after that, you can nourish yourself. Eat well with Weston's Eat Well menu, designed with foods that make sure you meet your nutritional needs. Weston chefs have crafted dishes with your well-being in mind, so you can choose what's right for you based on your desired portion size and nutritional balance. Weston makes it easier for you to continue nourishing your health no matter the destination. And then we're moving on. You can also sleep well. You can recharge your body and mind with restorative sleep in Weston's renowned heavenly bed. Wind down with Sleep Well Lavender Balm, which eases tensions and soothes the senses. So this is truly, like I said, again, my absolute dream. I'm loving that Weston is taking on this role of like really trying to keep us all accountable to ourselves. And when I'm traveling, I feel like I need to nourish myself and hydrate more and get more movement in generally, not so much in like a stressful way. Like I don't want to stress about it. And what I love about this is Weston's kind of just like handing it to you on a silver platter, how to be healthy. You don't have to think about it for one second. Okay. Weston Hotels and Resorts is part of Marriott Bonvoy, an extraordinary portfolio of hotel brands and an award-winning travel program. I'm very familiar with the Marriott Bonvoy travel program. At Weston Hotels, there's amenities and offerings aimed to help you move well, eat well, and sleep well, so you can keep your well-being close while away. Find wellness on your next stay at Weston. So where'd you go to school? Fashion Fitum, school? Fitum. The Fashion okay. Institute Got of it. Design. I yeah. used to look. So do you know Taylor King, TK? Yes. Okay. So her and I were roommates. She went there, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. We were roommates and we like could see Fitum from our yes. apartment. That, that's where I was. Oh my gosh. So what made where, you go? What building did you live at? I can't say it because she oh. lives there still. She lives there still. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 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 So what made you go to Fitum versus like going to New York if you're so close to New York over there? It's because I think it's because I had family out here. Mm. Part of my family's in the entertainment business. Mm -hmm. So I felt like more comfortable having family out here. And at the time, LA was like more it. Yeah. What in like 2018, 2017 than New York That's was. That's when I moved here. Yeah. And obviously, I didn't really like have my own opinion yet. So I was just mm -hmm. kind of like following where things were happening. Yes. So I was like, LA, let's go. Mm -hmm. Kind of wish I went to New York, but um, that exact same ha thing happened to me. That'll yeah. happen soon enough. Yes. yes. <laughs> I want to spend more time in New York so badly, but like I also get so lazy and I'm just like, I love my apartment. It's also nice to chillax here. Yes. Because you can't do that in New York. No. You can't go drive down PCH and stare at the ocean no. in Malibu. Or no. like have a moment. Like I'll go drive to the valley. Yeah. I work out with my trainer in the valley and I'll yeah. go up there and I'll like go to Home Goods and like go to Target. Yeah. See, that's a moment. There's access. That's delicious. Delicious. I just went to Newport like love Monday Newport. through yesterday. Yeah. 
I went, I went to Ikea on the way uh, home. I went through a drive through Starbucks. Uh, I was like, wow. See, love. No, love. never getting that. No. You're getting rats, cockroaches, <laughs> and some smelly ass shit on the street. But it is the best city in the world. It is. It really is. Especially for that. fashion, too. Especially for your style, I feel like you would Va- just thrive. I'm so much more in New York. New York, yeah. But, but we're here. But also, it's sunny here every day. <laughs> I and I love that. But I also love being like different. I mm-hmm. love being like a fashionable guy that lives in LA because it's yes. not very typical. Yeah. Because all the guys here kind of wear the same thing. Mm-hmm. That is true. Yeah. I will say. So, okay. We were, we were talking about Content Corner and I had to bring this up because I wanted to know your opinion about it. I was literally just thinking about this on. This is such a sharp right. Yeah. So I was just listening to and very dived into the Doja Cat drama right now where she like called all her fans. um, She like hates them. Hates them so much. Very strange. I also have been seeing a lot of content about that her song Paint the Town Red being demonic, but I can't stop playing it. Like when I say I played it four times on the way here and I was like, like rewinding it back to the chorus part that I like, wait, what's going on here? She's like casting a spell on you actually. She's literally, she casted her spell on me. No, honestly, like, when <laughs> whenever I'm like thoroughly enjoying a song like that mm-hmm. far too much, I'm like, I need to give myself a fucking lobotomy. Oh like this my god. Yes. Cannot be a thing anymore. I can't stop listening. Yeah. And I also don't think that I care that she called her fans. Yeah. Horrible. See that I'm also like, I want to like dive into that a little mm-hmm. bit more. I don't know if she's just trying to be different. Yeah. You know, you know when people are just like maybe she's just like hi. <laughs> maybe maybe she's you know what maybe she's like I'm gonna be she's totally having myself. her Britney moment yes she's yes. having her Britney moment I think she just actually is so dangerously authentic she is yeah that she's just gonna say everything that's in her brain exactly and if she thinks that up I just like don't get offended either as a person, person on the internet yeah. any like, comment I'm like care. give it to me harder next no. time thank you now if she said something about like women like derogatory about women in general yeah. that goes against my ethos different. yeah no. but if she looks at if she like goes on <laughs> threads and is like. Peyton Sarton fucking sucks. Yeah. I'm still going to listen no, you're to gonna Paint like, the Town Red. I love you so much. Thank, <laughs> Thank you for you, the Carly. compliment. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about that during Content Corner, so I wanted to add that in because I was just driving through the parking garage yeah. just now so loud. Just boom, boom, whipping boom. around Paint the Town Red As kind you of should. moment. So As you should. do you have moments, because you're so opinionated, Yes. do you have moments with your audience uh-huh. that you think people are like, this guy's a fucking asshole to it. Do you ever have to be an asshole to your audience? Yeah. So actually, which is very strange and I'm, I don't know how I got here with this, but people like when I'm aggressive, they do. And I never get hate about how aggressive I am. They're like, okay. wait, I love that you're like yelling at me because <laughs> yes. it's kind of like a GBF on FaceTime. Yes. Yes. And I'm like, and as it should be, uh-huh. she, not she, they, they. everyone, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not, <laughs> even though most of my audience is women. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are, they are. They are. It's um, me, so. They're just like, so here for me, really like, getting in it with them. Mm-hmm. I, we kind of like to be yelled at. You need to yeah. have a person on the internet who yeah. you trust and you're, but you it's also what? not offensive. I you're think doing that's it the in thing. a loving way. Yes. I'm like, yeah. I love you so much, but you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> yes. So here is how you're going to fix that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. And you offer advice. <laughs> yeah. You don't say like you're a bad person. No. I'm I, like, you're doing this wrong. So I'm going to tell you how to fix it. Mm-hmm. Or I'm like, if you feel like you're doing something wrong, here's maybe a way to fix it. Yes. Yeah. I also think, though, this is coming maybe your audience. You've almost curated an audience who can take it. So it's like if someone is super defensive about themselves in general, which I have run into many people like that, they're just not going to follow you because they're immediately turned off. But the people that follow you like know what they're getting. Exactly. And they're in on the They're in for it. Yeah. They're in on the joke. 1000%. Everyone like 
who's been there and anyone that's like new that gets it gets it yeah, yeah. and then they're there for the long run mm-hmm. yeah and they'll probably stand up for you if anyone ever like yeah but it's, it's like great that i like built this because i'll say like you need to buy this or like you need this mm-hmm. and then i'll go and buy it yeah because mm-hmm. i'm like Perfect. i've i've really like pushed that my opinion is not like the end all be all, but yes. that like I feel like I know what I'm like talking about. Mm-hmm. I maybe don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. So yeah, yeah. you could either take it or leave it. That's, That's kind of what I tell pretty everyone. Pretty much the premise of note to self. Yeah. Um I take do it a, or leave it. I do an advice column episode every month. Thank and you. I start with, I don't know your life. Yeah. This is my perspective, but I have to have an opinion because otherwise it's just gonna be me sitting here being like, and then this Racing qualifying thoughts. this. And yes. yeah. No, I'm like, I need to say something. So don't yeah. be offended if I offend you. Yeah. I love you still. It's the same vibe. I'm <laughs> yeah, like, I love exactly. you. You're great. But like, I have to make an opinion on 1, this. 1,000%. And also, yeah. what the fuck do I know? What do I know? What do I know? I have no idea like, what's what going on. Like, what gives me any power to sit here and yell at you all? No. I also have been like kind of brainstorming my 30th birthday episode, which will be coming oh up at the God. very end of December. Oh my God. So That's I'm like, so fun. I want to come up with like just the main things I've learned yeah. in my 20s. Yeah. And literally my, my well, list. I'm going to be listening to that oh, one. I've, I'm like, I give am me so the excited. advice. I'm so excited. Give me the advice. And I want them to be like deep, but also I would say half the list just kind of boils down to like, I don't know. No one else knows. We don't know. Humans don't know what's happening. Yeah. Maybe there are aliens. We don't know. Maybe I'm an alien. We don't know. Yeah. Maybe we're in a simulation and we're all in, we're a, in a video little game. tank. We don't fucking and know. And that drives me crazy. <laughs> that could be a story for another <laughs> yes. day. That's a different podcast episode. Yes. Well, in my, but, la- in my later, twi- like at the end of my 20s right now, I'm yeah. like, I actually think I'm just comfortable that I don't know because I'm so tired of being scared of not knowing. So yeah. I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just going to watch my SEAL team. Exactly. <laughs> SEAL team and Ugly Betty to just, the end. Just turn it on and let me organize. Yeah. Yesterday, I spent so much time organizing my spices. Like, stop. I look like right now my medicine cabinet and my cooking cabinet. Yeah. I look like American Psycho. <laughs> like, I it's literally like, like Kondo. it is worse, honestly. It's like, <laughs> it is honestly scary. Like, it might be an ick. Like, if a guy comes over and sees that, he literally yeah. might be like, he's like, there's something wrong with yeah, her. Yeah. It's like the screeching, like, yeah. Voice and I'm like in the shower with a knife. Like that's me <laughs> because of my spice cabinet. Oh, it is perfectly stop. laid out. Wait, yeah. I have to show you a photo right I now. I need to see it. Because also they're perfectly laid out to the point where like you can see all the labels right now and they're all matching. Bruh, I need to stupid. get I need to get something like that though, where yes. you can see all of them. Mm-hmm. It's like tiered. You know what I think though? So I have this for my medicine cabinet, the, the lazy uh, Susan oh, thing. That's- Smarter for Need the spices. That. Oh, smarter. This, this one drives me crazy. Does it? Because, oh, do you knock them over when you're like yes. grabbing something? And I'm not tall enough to see absolutely everything. everything so I'm yeah. kind of like mo- moving around. Yeah. For those of you who did not see the photo, it's like the medicine is on a lazy Susan, like a two tiered lazy Susan. Yeah. And the spices all labeled with a custom. On like a stacked yes, shelf. On a yeah. stacked shelf. And it's harder to see. Also, can you imagine me sitting there pouring each spice into the custom? Yeah, you, put, you make your own little cups oh, or like containers, I bought that right? Yeah. Set on Amazon. Yeah. And I labeled them all. See, perfectly. I don't have enough spices for that. I don't cook enough. So oh my God. maybe I need to get on that. I had to I had to find That's some kind of hobby. That's a goal for twenty twenty four. Hobbies are what I'm trying to kind of like zero in on right now. Yeah. So I'm not always horizontal because I'm either working or I'm laying. See, I feel like I'm in the same boat. Yeah. Because especially with social media, it's so hard to detach yourself mm-hmm. from doing it every single day and, and every not second. having 
hobbies outside of it. Yes. So I've been really trying to like do that too and like get yeah. out more, like go hiking. Get out more. Like I'm like in my house all day long talking about fashion. I'm like, what talking the fuck? to yourself essentially. He's talking a- literally to my phone screen. <laughs> yeah. Like at sometimes I'm like, did I forget how to have a conversation with a real person? Like, am I okay? This, no. <laughs> honestly, social media as a job is frightening. Yeah, it is. It's traumatizing a little bit. Let me tell you bit. that. I will say... I like coming here. So I like having the podcast and coming in because it's like you have to like go into like an office mm-hmm. or like you have to like go somewhere instead of just sitting in your bedroom. Yes. Yeah. But sometimes I will say like I'll walk in and we'll see the front desk girl. She's the best. Yeah. And then I'll see Josh and we'll say two words to each other. And like, that's the most I've talked to anyone all day. Yeah. And I'm like awkward about it. Like I'll see Josh and I'll be like, hey, Josh. And you're like, hey, it's like anxious. And yeah, I'm like, like, oh, I gotta warm myself right. up right yeah. now. It is weird though. And I feel like as like we get into this more like digital age, mm-hmm. like people are losing social skills. Yes. And connectivity. It's like yeah. a very important thing to like touch another person. Exactly. And talk to another Not person. Not your phone. No. It's not. And also the idea of like looking at your phone and not understanding how many other people are looking back at their phone, looking at you. Oh, that makes me nauseous. No, 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 no. I'm sure. Do you want to know what I've done? I I do this sometimes to like keep myself in check Mm -hmm. because it's kind of overwhelming. And I would guess it's this is like the same for any sort of following or public figure. But it's like I'll have like a video that like does well or something like Mm -hmm. well, that bigger than normal. And I'm like. I'll go on Google and I'm like, what does like this amount of people look like? Like a stadium is what I visualize. Or just like T-Swift. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, that is what's going on (laughs) behind the screen. That many people saw me. That's frightening. But then it's also like the fact that we're desensitized to that many people looking at us Mm -hmm. is also kind of weird. Well, also, I don't think that it's like human to be able to conceptualize conceptualize that. Yeah. And I think you Unless don't you're really in a realize. Performing. Yes. Yeah. And and you can feel the energy of it yeah. all. But also it's not, it's just, it's impossible. And I will say when I first moved to LA, I thought when I would meet like YouTube creators, yeah. especially because at the time it was all YouTube. Yeah. Who were personality based. I was like, okay, these people are gonna have huge personalities, they're gonna be this, they're gonna be that. Yeah. And and be very extroverted. And then I realized as I was creating a lot content, of them are way introverted. Very introverted because you can be, it's just you and your phone. Yeah. So you can have this big personality because not it's not a million people looking at you directly. Yeah, in the it's eyeballs. Just you. Yeah. And then you, it's not a million people until you post it. Yes. Yeah. And you can't see them seeing you. Exactly. That's my favorite part about social media. 1000%. It's really good. <laughs> That's why I feel like it's, I could sit on a mic and say something fucking wild. Wild. And but I'm in like, person. I'm not understanding what, yeah, that people can hear it. Exactly. You know exactly. what I mean? It is crazy. And it's also crazy to think about how many people this, what we say kind of affects mm-hmm. and like what we're like pushing out there can like, honestly, like, change like a huge group of people's like yeah. voice and vision on something mm-hmm. which is kind of scary it's like well. a responsibility yeah but also if you get too caught up in that you can lose your authenticity because exactly. you don't that's why i, I just keep it real. too much i just keep it real <laughs> yes yeah i find time. myself i went through a, a long period of qualifying a lot of things yeah and not wanting to alienate people and not wanting to speak on things until i was more educated than most educated on a subject and i still do that but like when the Roe v. Wade decision came out, yeah. I was really nervous and I was like, I really want to be qualified to speak on this. I want to know everything. And I'm like, wait, yeah. I'm a woman who has had an abortion. Yeah. Who is the more like, who's who's the more mo- qualified exactly. than me? 1, and I like got on a mic and talked about it. Yeah. But I do think it's important that we acknowledge as creators, like we don't know. We're just people talking yeah. to our phone who 1, happen to have Get created an audience. Yeah. Like for whatever accident. reason. Exactly. And also I think it's important as users of social media to remember that 
the people on the other side of the screen are just people. Are literally the exact same person as you. Mm -hmm. We just decided to start to posting. do this because we weren't as like as this other person could. Yes. And like it kind of is just like a full it's like a whole circle. Yeah. Yeah. It's like back and forth, back and forth. You constantly have to think about the creator mm -hmm. and the viewer mm -hmm. and then back and forth. Well, no matter what you are in that moment, exactly. all of us are creators at this point. Too. One thousand percent. So yeah. you have to realize like you just we're all just people. We're exactly. all just doing our fucking best. We're all just trying to live in this world. I'm so this tired. This floating ball. I'm exhausted, <laughs> actually. I'm tired of this. I know. I want the aliens to come immediately and exactly. bring me back to wherever exactly. I'm supposed to go. And I'm not saying like social media is exhausting, but I mean like Life is life. exhausting. Yeah. And then and putting your life out on a on a screen as much as possible in an authentic that's way. That's emotionally exhausting. Emo that's what it is. Yeah. Because it's like, not only is it constant, but you could, like, I could technically turn my phone off. Yeah, and I could, like, not work for a day. Yes. Which is the most, like, privileged position to be Amazing in. Amazing thing. Yeah. But it is emotionally exhausting. It really is. Because I would say, I mean, this is, like, going into a different topic. Mm -hmm. But if you look at it, instead of being, like, um, social media... Like, yes, we're so privileged to be in the position that we are in, but it's such a different kind of job mm -hmm. to compare it to like like a nine to five or like an everyday job. Yes. Because like you're your own boss. You have to like make sure you're on if you want to like have money coming mm -hmm. in. And you have and to be on, by the way. You have to be on. Like you have to share so much of yourself where like if I were still working like a nine to five, mm -hmm. like I was like before I started doing social media, then I wouldn't have to be sharing that amount of myself. I would mm -hmm. just go in and do what I have to do and. And do that but yeah i feel like it's a different type of exhausting I had to start therapy because i was like it was making me go crazy yes yeah so i'm glad we've got that like kind of situated but <laughs> yeah. i feel like people don't kind of like the viewer sometimes doesn't really conceptualize like what the like creator is having mm -hmm. like put out and like their emotional exhaustion from mm -hmm. it i think it some looks people, like it's natural exactly but and it's it also like is, not natural yeah like it sense. becomes natural so i was thinking about this exact thing because it, it there is a level of I don't know you you train yourself to get comfortable sharing this amount of information 1000% every time I hop up a, hop off a mic I want to feel like I shared a little bit too much and it's a little bit scary that I shared that much yeah I'm going over last week's episode or this week's episode actually today yeah. I haven't gotten through it the whole thing but I usually don't edit anything like I'll just like let it rip and just rip. like yeah. be like should I have said that I don't really know yeah but I I want to feel that feeling but it is so tied to the amount of, the amount that I share and the amount I feel responsible to share. Exactly. Is it just lives in your brain. All it day. really does. You're just like, yeah, it's just a scary thing. It is. It is. It's very strange. And I feel like once you're able to like reel it in mm -hmm. and like make a note that like part of this job is like affecting you. Yes. Then you're good. Oh, boundaries. But if you like don't set those boundaries, then you're just going to be miserable the whole mm -hmm. time. And then that's when you stop being authentic. Yes. And I did that recently in the last couple of years with DMs. Yeah. So I have anxiety. I have 400 missed texts. I'm just like. I'm, I'm kind of the same way. Missed text girly over here. Yeah. And I, the same way. I don't, with my friends even, I'm like, I don't like being accessed 24-7. Like I need my own time. Own time. Yeah. And for with DMs, I noticed because I have a podcast, because I talk about things that are personal to myself, I feel like people feel like I'm their friend, which is the goal, right? Yeah. But the DMs that I get constantly inundated with all day, yeah. every day sometimes, uh -huh. I'm just like, even like the little ones that are so nice, I still feel like people are just like yelling in my direction all at once. And I'm just like, this is too much. And I've yeah. had to create a boundary, which thankfully the girls that get it, get it. And the girls that DM me nice things will be like, 
I know you don't like DMs. You don't even have to answer. 1000%. But I love you. You're the best, whatever. And I'm like, exactly. This is so nice because you're honoring my boundary as a human being. Not yeah. 1000%. And like, I think it's something to note. It's like, yes, it is the most honestly, probably privileged and amazing position to be like where we are and so many other people mm-hmm. are. But it's like when you're able to set like those healthy boundaries with, with your audience and kind of just like, I don't know, not let things get toxic. Yeah, yeah. It's all good, man. Because you can't also expect people to respect your boundaries if you don't communicate them. And that, that's in friendships and that's with your audience as 1, well. 1,000%. And the girls who get it will stay and the girls who don't get it will leave and exactly. be like, well, you shouldn't do this. I've gotten that before where it's like, it's your job to do this. And I'm like, listen, then I'm just not the creator for you. Yeah. There are millions yeah. of us at this point. There's, It's so saturated. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, there's got to be there's gotta be another. It'll be literally like you will find you <laughs> yeah. in creator form. Exactly. Wherever you want to find them. Exactly. Please go look. 1,000%. Today's episode is sponsored by Vegamore. So I have talked and talked and talked about Vegamore. This is nothing new to y'all. If you follow me on Instagram, you see me discuss Vegamore a ton. I absolutely love their hair products. I am all in on Vegamore. So I use the Grow line, so the shampoo and conditioner, and I also use the Hydrate line, and I switch those off. I usually wash my hair like twice a week, so I'll use one one day and one the other. I'm always trying to do right by my body, so when it comes to my hair and scalp health, finding a product that actually works and is made with clean ingredients always seems like a trade-off. It's either it works or it's clean. But with Vegamore, I get products that are made with clean ingredients and give me visibly healthier hair and scalp. With Vegamore, I'm able to have visibly thicker, fuller, shinier, longer hair, all without the harsh ingredients. Every cute little pink bottle of Vegamore products are 100% cruelty-free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. So like I said, I use the shampoo and conditioner, both the Hydrate and the Grow lines, and then I also use the Grow Serum Every single day, I just put it on my scalp, usually before I go to sleep at night. I also use the Biotin gummies, not only because they taste amazing, but because one of my best friends, Iman, actually stole my Biotin gummies, my Vegamore Biotin gummies, and was using them and taking them every single day, mostly because she was like, I just wake up in the morning excited to take these. They taste so good. And her nails were growing like crazy. We both went and got our nails done together and hers were like completely grown out and mine were very much stunted. So I started taking the biotin gummies just after seeing her results. I also love their hydrate mask, the hair mask. It's like my absolute favorite hair mask of all time. So it's even better as Vegamore's value kits, like the Grow Essentials kits, where you get to try more than one amazing product at a great savings. So when you sign up for a monthly subscription, you save more and then you never run low on the products you need to take care of your hair. The key is consistency in your routine for your most beautiful, healthy-looking hair. I use Vegamore Grow Hair Serum daily on my hair and scalp, and you really have to use this consistently before you can start seeing results. Fun fact, Vegamore sells one bottle of Grow Serum every 15 seconds on their website, so that's how good this stuff is. Give your hair the power of the little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, Note to Self listeners can get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash note to self and use code note to self at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash note to self, code note to self to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash note to self, code note to self. 
So I am so excited to partner with Drizzly for this because I genuinely use this app so much. So Drizzly is here to be your partner and party, meaning we're here to help you take the grunt work out of the get together so you can be a confident host and actually party at your own party. Drizzly is the most convenient way to buy beer, wine, and spirits with delivery to your door when you want it. So for me, I actually use Drizzly the most when I'm like going to a friend's house or like a pregame. Like I always go to my friend's houses on the west side um, before we go out on a nice little California Saturday. And I will be getting ready or whatever at my house and just feel like I don't really want to go to the store and I don't like to show up with nothing. So I'll usually use Drizzly and order it directly to my friends' homes. That's like the main way I've been using it lately. Also, I love the idea of just like when I'm sitting at home, like I'll go to Iman's house or just like at my own apartment. I love just like convenience, obviously. So being able to order from the Drizzly app, whether it's the beer I want, the wine I want, any kind of spirits, any kind of seltzer, chasers, mixers, things like that. I can just order it all in one app and it makes my experience so, so simple. I'm also kind of lazy, especially if I want like have to have like a nice cozy night in. I'm not going to get up and go to the store and get myself a bottle of wine. It's just not for me. So whether the weather sucks or your friends are over or you're in the middle of cooking or a Netflix binge, you don't have to leave the house with Drizzly. Drizzly is the go-to app for drink delivery. Download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com slash hosting dash handled. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com slash hosting dash handled today. And I have a special code for note to self listeners. Y'all are going to love this app so, so, so much. I'm actually about to order some wine for later today. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com, that's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com and use code note to self to receive $5 off or a $0 delivery fee off your next order. Must be 21 and over, not valid in all states, codes cannot be combined with any other offers, not valid at all retailers, code expires 10-6-23, p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay, so let's talk about what we came here to talk about today. I know, we really just went off on a tangent, but you know what? That's very note to self I'm here for it. I'm it's here note for to self-esque. <laughs> um, okay, so we're going to talk about a question that I get asked a lot, and I didn't feel like I was maybe the person to share. Yeah. We're talking about how you found or how to find yeah. your own personal sense of style. So I feel like I wanted you for this topic, obviously, yeah. because not only do you just produce fashion content beyond, yeah. but I feel like especially with your story of like not being out and then coming out to LA and then going to fashion school. I feel like you've really evolved in terms of your style, but also probably it's a reflection of how you've evolved as a human being. 1000%. So how does, how did you start noticing your own personal, like when did you start seeing your own personal style budding? Like let's say your junior year. Yeah. And what kind of sparked that and how has it changed? Okay. Yeah. So I'll tell, I'll tell you like how I, kind of found mine and then I'll share kind of like how people can do the same for themselves. Yes. So obviously junior year, I, that's when I found myself started to get into it. So, Mm -hmm. okay, no, let me start here. Junior year. 
that's when I started getting into social media and mm -hmm. like YouTube and doing all of that and like seeing people online and like really following people and kind of like reading more in like magazines and flipping through that, going thrifting more. Mm -hmm. And then I, let me just like preface this by saying none of the outfits I was putting on were good. Exactly. But you have to start somewhere. So I just remember there was this one time in high school where I really was so confident in myself but not confident enough to come out. Okay. But I would wear whatever the hell I wanted to school. Like I'd wear a crop top. Like I okay. would like a cropped sweatshirt. Like that was like one of the first things I started like diving into was like a cropped sweatshirt. And I was like, oh, this is revolutionary. Because you wear that at your school? Yeah. <gasps> oh my gosh. The I, East Coast sounds great. No. But like I, people were like, what the fuck yeah. is he wearing? Socially, you couldn't wear it. But, but I was like, like, but I just did it. Like so the school administration like, wasn't. Like, yeah, I used down to wear like. hats. We weren't ever allowed to wear hats in school. Okay. And I would wear hats. And it got to the point where they just stopped telling me to take it off because yeah. I would still wear it every day. <laughs> and I was like, love y'all. Okay. Uh, uh, you can't like, change me. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of like forced my, I don't know, my way in there mm -hmm. with being a little bit different. And I remember this one thing where I, Took a pair of jeans. Okay. This is the most god awful <laughs> thing ever. I'm like, scared. I can't believe I'm sharing this. Yeah. But it's my origin story. Mm -hmm. So I have to. So I was walking around school and I decided with jeans on, by the way, mm -hmm. and I decided to cut off one of the legs. <laughs> okay. So one was like a full leg of jeans <laughs> and the other was just like shorts on the other side. Okay. And I got this idea because I saw Nicki Minaj in this like money, this like jumpsuit mm -hmm. that had like a hundred dollar bills all over it. Mm -hmm. I and it. it had one leg and one leg was exposed. Okay. And I said, why the fuck can't I do that with jeans? <laughs> and I did it. And I walked around school proud all day yeah. with <laughs> one fucking leg hanging out. What were you wearing on top? I got a damn like yellow sweatshirt <laughs> with like a heart in the corner from Urban Outfitters <laughs> and like oh a hat God. with like Converse on. <laughs> and you're like, I'm confident enough for this. I am not confident enough to come out yet. Yeah. Let me, <laughs> let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah. That should be the conversation today. <laughs> Anyhow. That's where I we think draw also, the line. I think it's also because I think I knew everyone knew. Yeah. So I kind of was just like, why do I even have to have this conversation? That must be such a mind fuck because you're sitting there like, I didn't have to come out. I was straight. I know. And I didn't have to like go in front of everyone and be like, like on my Instagram, like, I'm hey like, guys. Hey guys. <laughs> I didn't even, I never even made an Instagram post, by yeah, the way. I didn't have to like come out with my sexuality. Yeah, I just like let people assume. You're I'm like, like who cares? <laughs> who cares? I'm like, just. Also, why are we so concerned with whoever's having sex I with? I know. I'm like, girl, I don't care. Do whatever you want. Just look at my one leg out of my pants. Literally <laughs> that. I don't care. But yeah, so that's kind of like when it started. Okay. And then I started like, that's your origin I, story. I love that you can point to a moment. Moment, of yeah. Like, I love this. Started really experimenting. And then mm -hmm. when I started doing my entrance project to school, I started diving into more women's wear. Mm -hmm. And that's when I kind of started diving more into experimenting with women's clothing on myself. Mm -hmm. Because in my head, like when you're a guy, especially at that young of an age, like you're kind of like conditioned to just only be like, I can only wear men's clothes. Like, women's clothes are not for me. Yes. And I slowly but surely got that out of my head. Mm -hmm. Thank God. Thank God. As you progress over time. Mm -hmm. And I started like learning myself and what I liked better. And I started kind of like diving into more feminine silhouettes. And that's kind of what helped me 
progress my style in yeah, a yeah. sense. And with that entrance project, I like had to make like a whole, I didn't have to like physically make it. I just mm-hmm. had to design it. But I made like a whole like women's wear collection where I had to take like luxury pieces. So I basically like took Gucci pieces and yeah, then yeah. redesigned them for women in the workforce. Okay. So they were, the prices were different. The fabrics were different. Mm-hmm. The silhouettes were different. That's so I took task. these like really good, like luxury, ex- insane, like Gucci dresses mm-hmm. and then turned them into like wearable everyday Items. dresses. Yeah, yeah. And that's also what kind of like opened my eyes. I'm like, oh, you can like do things differently and do this and that. And so you can be creative. Yeah. And yeah. that's really where it started. And then after that, it kind of just, I just ran with it. And yeah. I got really into this store at the time. Which I actually then started working at because I was obsessed with it. Okay. I don't know if you remember it, but it's called LF. Yes. I okay. LF. Yeah. yeah. So I was obsessed with shopping there. By okay. the way, it was the most goddamn expensive store ever. Can we just talk about it? So Before, expensive. If you didn't shop the store on sale, you were buying like a shirt for like anywhere between like 130 to like $500. Yes. And there was all like the vintage and don't think I, stuff. Yeah, exactly. And, the, yeah, yeah. and don't think I was sitting there buying my whole wardrobe from there. I would mm-hmm. go in there, save for like one piece of clothing mm-hmm. and then like wear that for the next five years. Yes. So that's kind of also where I started really experimenting because they had really unique clothing pieces. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what kickstarted it for me. And then I started working at the store, became a stylist there. They also were bigger on Instagram, like social they media. They were huge, they yeah. They adopted that really They really soon. did. And then... I think I like modeled... Yes, in my earlier days. Ah, yeah, of like social love. media. Yeah, so they kind of killed that. Mm-hmm. They really did that. They were producing like really unique styles that a lot of brands were like kind of copying mm-hmm. back then. Not anymore. But that w- I would say that's another place that really helped me curate yeah myself your style because that yeah. also gave you the freedom if you're styling and exactly. you're like and I was yourself. styling other people Yeah, I was a stylist at the store. So I kind of learned different body types and mm-hmm. different silhouettes and layering and all of that because layering is like my biggest thing. Yeah. Yeah. I've noticed. Yeah, I love layering. <laughs> <laughs> I also will say what you're, what the things I'm gleaning from this, your experience finding your own personal style. Yeah. A lot of it reminds me of just like finding my own personal voice on social media. So I started out blogging, like writing. Yes. And the first blog post I ever did was truly disgusting, like so embarrassing. Yeah. Um, it was like a meatball recipe. Um, Come on, meatballs. It was very. Come on. It was meatballs. like the photos were like yellowy, like no one on it's God's like green earth wants tum- to eat these. It's meatballs. like that orange and blue tumbler. Yes. Or a, like I'm disco like, filter. Let me take these spaghetti meatballs and make them healthy and aesthetic. Okay. And cute. then like it was like the original Instagram filters. <sighs> it was so bad. Definitely something. But you know what? We all have to start somewhere. Yeah. You start and it's bad. Yeah. And you know that it's bad. But you learn how to make it less bad over time. Exactly. Through experimentation. You polish it. You polish it. You're kind of copying other people at first. It's more of a curation thing. Yeah. And then you get confident enough in yourself and like the craft when you're learning more about it. So we've got experimentation. After you just start, you're experimenting. You're learning how to trust yourself in your own eye and just do it and not ask for permission. So Mm -hmm. like if you're a stylist, you have to make choices yeah you can't be like oh does this look good or does this look you're like no this looks good this looks good you have to be so confident in your opinion Mm -hmm. even if it's wrong yeah you (laughs) have the problem (laughs) yeah you have to be like no this is fire yeah and then let yourself realize it yes or like i wouldn't say compare yourself because that can get real toxic yes but if you're pulling inspiration from other people Take that, mm-hmm. but make it your own. Mm-hmm. Because if you're just copying somebody else's style, 
you're never going to be able to get your own style. Yes. You may think that you like it, mm-hmm. but it's never going to be authentically you. Well, it also takes some level of experimentation and failure, essentially. Exactly. To be like, all right, well, I'll look back. Like, if you look back at your outfits and you love them all, like if I look back at my outfits in high school and I loved every single one of them, that would be bad for old me because I wasn't 1,000%. taking like liberties of my own then. Yeah. And like things were different in different trends 1,000%. back then. And it's like, like if you hadn't changed from that point until mm-hmm. now, to reflect that. And if you aren't doing things that are a little scary, like a little yeah. bit of a risk. Push the boundary. Push the boundaries a little yeah. bit. You don't need to go crazy, but I feel like that's something I've learned to trust myself a lot and that's what's instilled confidence in me. It's 1, just making a decision, creating opinion and going with it. And then exactly. later, maybe you are like, oh shit, that was not cute or oh shit, that was wrong or yeah. oh shit, like I actually learned so much since then and here's what is different between my opinion when I was 21 and now. Exactly. But you need to like make a decision and move forward with that decision no matter what you're doing. 1,000%. Or else you're just saying a bunch of nothing or you're wearing big t-shirts like I did every day of college. You're just not doing anything. Like it's not exciting or flavorful. Yeah, it's like, I always tell people, it's like, I make these videos where I'm like, if you want to make like a successful outfit, like Mm -hmm. here's how to do it. Yes. And I always start with like a good pair of jeans, a good pair of pants. Mm-hmm. A classic. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like a different, like interesting wash that's like mm-hmm. different from like a normal, like light wash, dark wash denim. And then pairing it with like a boot or some shoe that's a little bit more elevated than a sneaker. Mm-hmm. And then maybe adding like a, a, an accessory around your waist to build like dimension there. Mm-hmm. And then putting a top on, whether you want that like fitted or oversized. And then what can you layer on top of that? Yes. And I'm like, I know everyone, not everyone has that much clothing to be able to put onto themselves. Mm-hmm. But it's just the aspect of learning layering so mm-hmm. that you can make yourself look more interesting. Yes. Because I also think it's hard for people to gather what they actually like because there's so many trends getting pushed Mm -hmm. into front of people's faces because of fast fashion and also social media that like there's so many things constantly getting at them and they're like oh i need to buy that but it's like do they do i actually like that or is Mm -hmm. it do i only like it because i see everybody else wearing it Mm -hmm. so it's like pulling back from trends and shopping not trend-based and like going to a thrift store and just buying a sweater because you like it or buying like a vest because you like it. Yes. Not because of somebody you saw on Instagram wearing it. I love that. That's how you build your own style. Yeah. Yeah. I think that there's, for me personally, when I'm thinking about like, I'm getting ready for fall right now. And I, I also think it's important in my life to let my style just evolve. Yeah. Like sometimes I'm not, it's the most inconsistent thing in the entire world. Like sometimes I'm the most hyper feminine glam I'm the same way sequence. it's never gonna be one thing yeah and then sometimes I'm like there's like a western edge going yeah. on and I'm like or what like, is happening here? exactly yeah. but it, that's how it should be it like mm-hmm. gives you what's the word it gives you like range range <laughs> yeah that's the perfect it's exciting because we shouldn't yeah when I think about style I think people again I'm just like going through the questions I've been asked on Instagram but I don't feel qualified to answer it's a lot of like how do I find my personal style how do I find you know it's almost like they're pointing to one style they need to have and curate one aesthetic. Yeah. And then stick with that aesthetic yeah. throughout, you know, whatever yeah, see, time period. Like, don't I think closing yourself into one like category or aesthetic, mm-hmm. like like social media makes us feel like we have to be a certain brand or category no, or aesthetic. It does, because yeah. if you especially if you're a creator, it's like, what's my niche and how am I gonna stick with that? Mm-hmm. Like just do your thing, girl. Yeah, do whatever you want. Um, we can't be put in a box. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, I'm like yeah. trying to think of an aesthetic though. Like I would say like the old money aesthetic. Like I love yeah, it. old money. I love it. Yeah, old money like business chic. Mm-hmm. Like, but I can't go to the club in Coquette. Scottsdale. I was at yeah last weekend 
in that. So I had to go full Tinkerbell exactly. green sequin so dress. I always tell people not to close yourself in, especially when you're trying to find your own style, mm-hmm. because you can try a million different aesthetics. Yeah. And not like any of them. Mm-hmm. So it's like find one that you really click with, but then don't hold yourself in there. Just pull inspiration from all the other ones. Do like, okay, like what could we do here? What yes. can we make here? Today's episode is sponsored by Woo More Play. So let's talk about sex and let's be real for a second. Because if you're still not using a vibrator or a lube, you're stuck in a dry spell, whether you know it or not. Okay. Have the best sex of your life alone or with a partner with Woo More Play, the all-natural sexual wellness brand that I guarantee will take your sex life from ordinary to orgasmic. So my personal favorite is the Coconut Love Oil Lube, which is organic, non-sticky, and smells like fucking heaven. So I have the full-size bottle of this, and then I also have the travel packs of this, (laughs) okay? I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) Or I do want to talk about it. This is the best stuff ever. And the fact that it it smells so good. So you can use it for everything like foreplay, sex, massages, whatever. It's edible and it tastes like a vanilla cupcake. So once you try it, I promise you'll never go back. It literally makes everything better. Woo also has the best and cutest vibrators in the game. Choose from a G-spot or a clitoral vibrator to really treat yourself and spice up your sex life. My favorite vibrator of theirs is the one with the little heart. It's so, so freaking cute and feminine. I'm obsessed. I also like their little freshy wipes. Um, I will keep those on hand when I'm traveling. If I'm going to go out at night, I have those. I also just have them like in my apartment. When I say I have a little, it's like a little bag with all of my little coconut love oils and then my freshy wipes (laughs) in one nice little Like I said, when it comes to these products, you can use them alone or with a partner, which is something I really like about Woo More Play because it really encourages self-indulgence as well as that indulgence with a partner. And like I said, this makes all the difference, especially that coconut love oil. It's I when I tell you a fan favorite, okay, a huge fan favorite from me and others. So Woo is giving you 20% off your purchase and randomly choosing orders that use my code to refund their entire purchase. That's right. They're randomly choosing orders to completely refund. Head over to WooMorePlay.com and use code note to self at checkout. That's WooMorePlay.com, code note to self at checkout. So even though I have many, many a clothes, too many a clothes in my closet, I kind of have always (laughs) felt like I have nothing to wear when I actually go try to get dressed. I will say sometimes it's because I don't really know like what vibe I'm going for and then I'm overwhelmed. But then I found Quince and I have finally gotten the closet upgrade that myself and my closet both desperately needed. And this was really all about building out a capsule wardrobe with iconic pieces that can be styled for any occasion. I love a good capsule wardrobe, and for the beginning of fall, you know, this new season we're getting into, I'm obsessed with the idea of just styling and restyling really simple, classic, quality pieces. So Quince creates timeless classics that never go out of style. You'll have them in your closet forever, and that makes putting together any outfit way easier. 
Quinn says all the capsule wardrobe must-haves, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters from $50, suede and leather jackets, and silk blouses and dresses. Here is the kicker. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes, which I absolutely love. So I'm all about that kind of quiet luxury this fall, and I love a quality piece, like a quality silk, a quality denim. It's just, it can't be beat. And the fact that you can purchase this for 50 to 80% off of what you would get normally is absolutely insane. So these are going to be your closet staples. This is your go-to for closet staples. My most recent purchase that I have from Quince, one of my favorites, is the cotton linen oversized crew neck sweater. It comes in three colors. I got it in dusty blue because I like the way it makes my eyes look. I sized up a little bit because I wanted it to be a little bit oversized, and I have already worn it a million times. It is so, so, so cozy. So take the drama out of planning an outfit and upgrade your closet with Quince today. Go to quince.com slash Peyton for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Peyton and get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash Peyton. One thing I will say, too, is when we talk about it, because when I talk about other people, it's it gets to be almost like a serious conversation yeah. when I'm like, it's supposed to be fun. Yeah, it is fun. It's supposed to be like a fun time. Clothing is having. a self-expression fun time. It's like artsy. Yeah. We don't need to think about it too much. Yeah. I generally like I also it came to me years ago when I was like, wow, you know what I could do? fill my closet with things that I actually like, like and wear yeah. them. So 100%. every time I wear something, I like it. And pieces that will, will last. Too. Yes. I've been doing that a lot. I Shopping love smart. starting with a, a good base. So I'm shopping for fall right now. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, what are the things that I need for fall? I would love, I love the idea of a mini skirt with a, with a sweater kind of vibe. Big into that. I like a pleated skirt with a sweater, especially in LA. It's like we love. could, we can get away with a skirt. A in the really fall. dope boot. Um, amazing boot. I found a couple different boots that I like. And then, classic sweaters but I have my base of everything and then if I want to get a little funky and fun with it I'll add in a piece that's more unique to those base layers absolutely I think that that's important yeah and then I also have like my okay like going out version of me yeah what do I like I like the most hyper feminine tits on my face dress you've ever seen thank with you. the biggest platform heel yes you've ever seen thank you I want it to look like 2000s meets like I want to look like a 2000s era Victoria's Secret model. Absolutely. With just a teeny little dress. Thank you. It's amazing. But like, that's not what I'm wearing today. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, you, you have to like play play the part in different sceneries mm -hmm. and different events, different times of your also, life. Also, it makes you feel good because- It really does. You know how like there's science behind like the fact that if you stand certain ways, you feel more powerful. If you sit th certain ways, you feel more powerful. For me and for probably everyone else, clothing does that for mm -hmm. me. So I put something on and I feel- like a different version of myself. Absolutely. Like it, it's a costume. It is. It is. It That's how, like, when I say it's expressing yourself, like mm -hmm. it's expressing how you feel in that day. Yes. Because if I feel like super flamboyant one day, I'm going to put on a flamboyant outfit. You're if like, I'm feeling a little me. dark and depressed, <laughs> it's going to yeah. be all black. And it, that's what's fun about it. Yeah. Is like being able to express what you're feeling. feeling. What's also amazing though, is like fashion 
can also change your mood. So uh-huh. it's like if you if you're feeling down in the dumps that day and you're like, okay, what's like one way that I could just like really kind of like make myself feel better about myself? Mm-hmm. Put on an insane good outfit yeah. that you feel so confident in mm-hmm. instant. That's why I'm like some people that kind of just close themselves into wearing like a t-shirt and sweatpants and sneakers. As much as that's comfortable, mm-hmm. are you really excited to wear that? And is that making yeah. you feel the best about yourself? Mm-hmm. That's what I always like ask people. I'm like, I want you to think about how this outfit affects you and like makes your emotional like emotions feel mm-hmm. and then go about your day. Well, that's like also so for example, I love a sleep t-shirt. Yeah. I love a humongous too. t-shirt. Okay. Yeah. I wear that when I'm at home. How do I feel when I'm in my sleep t-shirt? That is for hungover Sundays yes. and my evening time. Exactly. I want to be horizontal during that exactly. time. Exactly. And my outfit says exactly. I need to be horizontal right now. One thousand percent. I love even dressing for the occasion of being at home. But also I will say a lot of my loungewear is like sometimes sexier and not like yeah. lace sexy, but more like a tighter, like mini short with like a tank top set yes. and I'm like walking around my own house. Like no one's going to see it, but <laughs> exactly. I'm just like, wow, I'm so but hot today. Eat. Yeah. Even like, even if it's just for yourself, like yes. don't dress for other people, dress for yourself. Yes. That's like the key thing to take away from yes. here. As long as you're happy, live your best life. Because also, also not many people are paying attention to you 1, anyway. 000, Exactly. <laughs> yeah, 1,000%. Care. Like nobody actually gives a fuck about you. <laughs> no. So just do it for yourself. As long as you think you look good, own yes. it. Yes. But one thing that I also want to mention is like, People like you don't have to like I'm not saying like put on an outfit every day. Yeah. Like that is so unnecessary. Mm -hmm. Like put it on when you feel the time is right. Yes. And like I'm not telling you like every day like when you go to work you like have to put this insane outfit on. Mm -hmm. That is so unrealistic. Yes. Okay. Unrealistic. Like do it for what how it fits your life Mm -hmm. and like your timing and how you feel. Yes. Like don't like let my opinion or anyone else's opinion like come on here and be like, you have to fucking wear an outfit every (laughs) Every day. day. (laughs) (laughs) You have to show out every single day of your life. And I mean, if you want to do that, do that because that's what I do. Yes. Because that makes me happy and it's also my job. But it could also, it's your job. (laughs) It could also put a lot of pressure on people. Like we're not here to put on pressure. So much pressure on myself. Like sometimes I have to reel myself in because I'll be putting an outfit on or trying to get dressed to go somewhere mm-hmm. takes me so long because mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. And yeah. sometimes I just need to pull it back. You're I'm like, it's not Jake, that serious. No one cares. Everyone's going to be okay. That's I've okay also here. been talking about that in therapy. <laughs> so we'll, we'll be no working on it. No one cares. <laughs> I'm dead. I also, you know, when I had my first realization of outfits making you feel good beyond like me getting dressed up like a princess when I was younger. Yeah. I also did have a moment there for about two years where I would only, only shop in the boys section of Gap. Love. And I wore boys swim trunks okay. and big t-shirts. Okay, swim trunks. And I would not let my hair go past my shoulders. Wow. Because that's who I was yeah. when I was like six. I yeah. was like, this is, I went from full princess to that. My parents are like, she's finding herself. We have yeah. no idea what's going on. You know what? Let her run. Let her do it. Let I'm like, I'm actually going to be in the boys section of Gap specifically. You can find me there. Or Old Navy. Catch me there later. I'm like, it's over here actually. <laughs> but I, beyond that, the things that I learned about being proud about how, how I'm dressed and what I'm wearing was actually through sports oh sick and so like when i would put on a uniform yeah like when i played i played softball for a little bit Mm -hmm. i was a cheerleader for a long time i would put those uniforms on and i would be proud to be representing my group or my team or whatever it is or when i was younger my dad would go overseas sometimes and i would wear we'd all wear like the squadron his big huge squadron shirts yeah and they have like the you know the squadron or the base i was born on and like you just walk around and you feel like 
this is who I am. This represents me so, so, so well. Yeah. Or with like growing up in Texas with the cowboy boots. Like Absolutely. I always had a pair of muddy cowboy boots because we would physically use them to walk outside yeah, in like the big yeah, grass. Yeah. And when I wore them, I was just like, this is just so, I just feel so myself wearing yeah. These muddy cowboy boots, like it's my style. You know what See, I mean? That's fire. And I, I love that, that feeling. That's so authentic. It's so authentic. Like yeah. the, it tells a story of you. So whether it literally, obviously does, where I'm wearing like I still have the shirts from my dad's old squadrons that mm-hmm. I used to wear and steal when he was gone because we missed him. They're still in my like they are not leaving me. We are, we're it. keeping those forever. And every it. time I put one on, I'm proud to be a part of that lifestyle that's great and that feeling is something i want to have when i'm walking around even like last weekend in scottsdale i have never felt better than when i'm wearing this teeny teeny tiny dress and i'm like strutting around no one's looking at me no one actually cares maybe some people stare down at my tits because they are on my face (laughs) but like like they can't you can't miss them (laughs) as you should but other than that other than that no one cares but i care like i felt powerful in it and And i think that there's key it it proves that clothing i I use that with men a lot like if, if some men talk to me usually straight men that talk about fashion. They're like, we don't care about fashion. I'm like, okay, but how does it feel the athletes in my life or the military men in my life? It's like, how do you, how do you feel when you put on your uniform? Yeah. That's fashion. 1000%. That is a, that is a style. That is a style. (laughs) It's it's telling people who you are. It's communicating that. And I learned that through truly sport and feeling like walking around school with my cheer uniform on. I'm like, 1000%. I'm a cheerleader. I mean, I that's why it. uniforms were created. It's to yes. categorize something, categorize something and yeah. express like what group you're a part of. 1000%. When it comes to personal style though, I think we, you obviously, you know, go out of that. Yeah. You can like your open own. your box a little bit more. I think it's like pick, like curate yourself. Mm-hmm. But then, and once you've done that, Mm-hmm. then expand yes. and be like, okay, wait, I actually like this. Or I actually like this. Like, how can these work together mm-hmm. to create this like new category yes. that hasn't been created yet? And you're you know? playing. The the I think the key undertone here is that it's supposed to be fun. 1,000%. I also think, so when we're talking about building, let's say a fall wardrobe. Yeah. You already have pieces that you love yeah. in your closet, I'm sure. For me, a big thing is going on Pinterest or love TikTok Pinterest. or whatever. Yeah. And I have a, the mood board yep. thing. And I'll go on there and I won't exactly copy, but I'll be like, okay, I am noticing there's a black mini skirt in like half of these. So I need to go find a black mini skirt that fits really well mm-hmm. that I can keep for a long time. Mm-hmm. Change the boot option. I've got the blazer. And then you add in different frills and stuff like that. Absolutely. What is your process? Yeah. So I definitely do like the same thing about like Pinterest and mood boarding and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I know that's not for everyone, but I love. I also like make collages. Yeah. So I will kind of like throughout the months curate things that I really like and that catches my eye. Put it all into like one collage. What do you use? I use this thing called Shuffles. It's by Pinterest. Okay. This is not an ad. Okay. I, it was an I ad wish. like a few days ago. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but so like I love it. Anyhow, I started, I worked with Shuffles just on social media as like an advertisement, but I thoroughly like trust and okay. believe in the app like i, I use needed, it i need to look at it constantly okay i planned all my fashion week and fashion month outfits on it mm-hmm. because you can pull things from like websites and put them into a collage and if you want to go buy it later you just click on the image and it takes you to the website no it's insane oh my shuffles okay, yeah shuffles shuffles <laughs> run me my check girl <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> literally do you hear me say it again <laughs> um, so yeah no it's been like a, honestly like a life changer so mm-hmm. I basically go curate all of like the things that I really like like pants shoes boots loafers flats like anything mm-hmm. jewelry like what accessories I want to add to my waist what like 
arm accessories I could add, mm-hmm. like sunglasses, like earrings, like literally everything you could think of. I put it all in one place and then I go and try and find it. Okay. So whether that be at thrift stores or resell websites like the real yeah, real yeah. or Poshmark or um, Depop or stuff like that. I kind of do everything. What is your and favorite thrift store or what are your favorite thrift stores in LA? Thrift stores in LA. God, there's so many. Actually, I have a list on my phone. Yeah, please let us know. Let me read them to you. Because <laughs> I know that's a detail people are going to want to know. Okay, let me just like preface this by saying the thrift stores. So, okay, LA doesn't have that many thrift stores. Okay. They have a ton of vintage stores. Okay. And I have made a video about this, but I'm like, people need to learn the difference between thrifting and vintage shopping. Okay. Because people will come up to me in LA and be like, Oh, I went thrifting today. And they mm-hmm. went to like Reformation Vintage where everything is like $90 mm-hmm. and, and curated above. already. Yeah. Yeah. That's not thrifting. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> thrifting is when you go to like Goodwill. Salvation Army, Goodwill, yes. yeah, yeah. like Savers, stuff like that. That yeah. is thrifting. Everything's like $5 below or mm-hmm. maybe $20 max. Okay. That's the difference between that. So the things that I'm going to tell you are vintage stores, okay. not well, thrift I do. stores. I love, I love a vintage store. Because thrift stores, actually, there is one thrift store on here that's pretty fire, but. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. Hold on, where the fuck's this list at? Okay. These are just some. Mm-hmm. Um, 194 is very expensive, but it's fire if you're really looking for like curated pieces. Mm-hmm. Squaresville, okay. Bearded Beagle, very weird names. Mm-hmm. Shop RLT, Arcade, yeah, Arcade Vintage. That's in downtown. And then one thrift store on here is called Helping Hand. And they also have furniture there. Oh, awesome. And it's in like mid-city. It's really fire. I well, think it's like a family-owned business and it's sun- It's like so many cool things yeah, in there. Yeah. Also, this place called BTS. Mm-hmm. Love BTS. <laughs> but BTS, I think it's on like La Cienega and okay. they get stuff from old, like stuff from movie sets mm-hmm. and they just sell it there. Oh my God. Yeah. I need that. Also, we, didn't even, also we really haven't cheap. even breached the topic of your apartment because oh. y'all need to go creep on his apartment <laughs> on social media it's so good thank and you. your cat they, oh yeah my little hairless on cat brand. Thank on brand you. you'll have to go creep okay, and so i really know my i really know my vibe you know your vibe yeah <laughs> okay so we're going back we're going back you're on shuffles you've collected everything that you love and now you're finding it exactly yeah so i i really utilize this app to Mm -hmm. build so I can clearly see because I'm super ADHD and ADD Mm -hmm. and if I don't have everything in front of my face I'm going to forget about it yeah yeah. so I use this as a way to like kind of plan out my Mm -hmm. months and even trips I do I do this for like specific events I do it for trips just so I can see everything and then take things out if I don't end up liking it yeah yeah and then throughout that month I just go and try and find everything that's on there for Mm -hmm. as cheap as possible obviously um because I feel like when you're doing this as a job, you have to constantly buy shit. Um, but for the regular, like for the everyday person, I would suggest you like mood board mm-hmm. um, the way that I'm like telling you to. And just so you have an idea so that like when you do have a chance to go shopping or go to a thrift store, you know what to look for. Yeah, it's instead like making of, a grocery list. Yeah, instead of going there blind, which mm-hmm. can be super overwhelming, especially when you're vintage shopping because there's so much to choose from mm-hmm. and half of it's ugly as fuck. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. You convince but, yourself that it's not while you're in yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. So going in there with like a set mindset, shopping is going to be way more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And It's like a scavenger hunt. Yeah, and you'll too. be able to like find things and find yeah. them for cheap and 
finding them secondhand is always much more fulfilling mm-hmm. than buying it new. Mm-hmm. It's also like sustainable, which is fantastic. So yes. keeping yes. all those like morals with you while you shop as well is also key. It's intentional yeah. shopping because not only are you intentional about building the aesthetic that you're going for, the vibe you're going for, the mood you're going for, but you're also intentional about the actual purchasing of it. You're going out and intentionally trying to find these 1, things. 1,000%, yeah. And keeping your values in mind. Mm-hmm. So we're being very intentional. Very intentional. Like I, I don't, yeah, yeah, you can make like unintentional purchases, purchases mm-hmm. like whenever the hell you want. Like mm-hmm. that's just going to like come with shopping and shopping for yourself. Yeah. yeah. But I think when you're really trying to build a wardrobe for yourself, you want to shop intentionally so that you're not buying trends. Mm-hmm. You're buying things that you can wear in like 20 years from now. Yes. And you want to buy things that are classic, but classic with like your flair attached mm-hmm, to it. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. And that's what I'm currently doing because yeah. I had to like reel in my closet a little bit because it was getting, my pieces were getting a little bit crazy. Yeah, yeah. And not for like everyday wear. So if you have staple pieces that you can wear and rewear different ways 37 times throughout the week, mm-hmm. that's what you want. That's what you want. Yeah, you don't want excess clothing. You want pieces that you can do different things with mm-hmm. that will look like a new item if you yeah. style it differently. I like that you said you mood board out for different trips and stuff like that too because it kind of reminds me of like let's say I'm building my fall wardrobe yeah like we're going on with this you know action the building of the wardrobe there are different versions of myself again there's the going out exactly Peyton in the fall yeah there is the recording I have a specific note to self style that I like to stick to and it's like this like it's very like the colors look good on me and the silhouettes silhouettes. look nice. And they're all very simple, very wearable. And I can always, like people can afford them, obviously. Like it's not, and and I wear a lot of the brands that sponsor the podcast as well. And then I have my like day-to-day going to lunch, going to events style. Style, And I have different, I'd say boards on Pinterest for all three of these things. So you can, you could really mood board out like, your going out stuff or your date night stuff, your work stuff, and then your just day-to-day elevated look. Perfect. If you're extra, you could even mood board out your I'm at home yeah. and my sweats look. Why not mood board everything? Yeah, it your athletic really, wear. <laughs> like, if you have the mental capacity to be yes. doing this, yes. then go for it. Yes. Because I know... My gym style, yeah. I can't. Do it all. Why not? Plan it out. Mm-hmm. Make yourself, like... Make your life a little bit easier. The shuffles... Tip Shuffles, yeah. is something I'm going to be using. Yeah, it's nuts. I'm going to Fashion Pinterest Week did that. as it's, well. Okay, I'll just see the you New there. York one. All right, I'll see you there. I we'll don't do know what I'm wearing. I'll already. help you, girl. All right, or still, I guess I'm going on the. When are you Let leaving? Let me show you. I leave on the sixth. Okay. I get there. Actually, I get there on the sixth. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'll leaving on Friday you. of next week, and I'm just like, you know what? I'll figure it out. I do everything by the seat of my pants. Yeah, I'm going to be in New York for so long, but I can't wait. I'm yeah. so excited. You're going to live your little <laughs> it's New York so life. fun. But let me show you, just like. I know they can't see it, yeah, but yeah. I'll just like show, show you. I will do so some. Like, this is like how I build some of the outfits. Y'all, he's showing me shuffles. Is it shuffles? Yeah. Okay, shuffles. Guys, this is changing the game. And I you know. have a profile. I have a pro- if you want to follow it. Eh. Yeah, go yeah. go do that. Yeah. Okay, so as we're as we're exiting out of this episode, because I think that's a good yeah, a good thing place to, to, to end on, because yeah. we can also talk about how, where they can find all of your New York outfits in a sec. We usually like to end the episodes, if I remember. The audience is like, you do this once every 10 times, bitch. Yes. No, we don't usually in the episodes. <laughs> but I like to remember a note to myself, you know, for the week. Yeah. Like to give myself a little note. Something I might I need love to that, hear. Actually. Yeah. Mine's pretty basic, but mm-hmm. I have it. Okay. My note to myself, I would say this would be for next week, mm-hmm. is to stay present and not 
let like outside sources and things stress me out from my own peace because next week is fashion week. So I want to be really present and just be grateful of like the position that I'm in and really like take it all in. So yeah. that's really what I want to do. Mine was going to be along, along the same line. So I'm refining it right now in my brain. Mine is more the present. The present is a, you know, a big thing for me staying present, but also doing my own thing. Like just because I see certain people doing certain events yeah. or certain like, I don't know, fashion related things. Yeah. I really looked at the schedule because my management sent over like, you know, they send you like the list of list, shows. Yeah. And usually I would be like, I need to go to the most amount of things because you never know what you're going to no. actually be accepted to yeah. and what you're not going to be accepted to. And there's some that like are, I would say, easier to get into than others, but I'm not super interested in the designer. Yeah. So I was very intentional about my schedule. And Love there that. are days like I have like a Sunday where like I don't have anything fully and that, on Sunday. Honestly, and that's how it should be. Mm-hmm. I know we're going on another tangent here, yeah, but yeah. I always tell people you don't need to be at every single thing just because you see other people doing it. Or you want to look like you're doing yeah. stuff. Protect your peace yes. and protect what you actually like and enjoy. Mm-hmm. If you stretch yourself too thin in anything in life, yeah. but especially during fashion week, it's not going to be enjoyable. No. Like you're there to obviously work and you're mm-hmm. there to... It's a great networking time yeah, to meet like brands. Yeah, like that's the whole and, point of yeah. it. And it's like, if you're stretching yourself to the point of exhaust, like exhaustion, mm-hmm. And like getting stressed and upset over things that you have no control over. Mm -hmm. It's like, why the fuck go? Why am I here? You're there for what you're meant to do. Mm -hmm. And I think when people are like, oh, like I need to like sneak into this show. I need to do this. I'm like, do what you want to do. But like stress. It's also like you don't need to do that. Like maybe like wait for your time because Mm -hmm. then it's going to be way more fulfilling. Yes. When it is your time. Yes. And like you're getting dressed by someone or something. It's like very exciting. Yeah. I think. For, for me, I'd like to, and I did this last fashion week as well. Um, I like to do half work. Yeah. And then I also like see you my friends in New York. enjoy yourself. Yeah. I'm like, let's go to brunch. Let's like go shopping. Like you're in a new city, girl. Yes. Like live your life. Also, if you're not going to every single show, you're still like going to New York Fashion Week, which is such a and fun. And the events outside of the shows exper- too. Yes. Yeah. And just talking to people, just even walking around New York. I think I might stay until the 21st. Do it. Why not? I think I'm going to. I know. I'm staying there for a minute. I'm from there from like the 6th till the 14th. So I'll be there there till the 14th. I'm I'm trying to find a place to stay from the 14th to the 21st. If I find it, I will be there. Love. Until the 21st. Love. That'll be fun. I want to slow down and just like not almost have my blinders on. And this is something I've talked about. I talked about it last week. Yeah. Where at this point in my life, I don't really get FOMO because it's like, listen, if I'm not there, the party's not there. My party's not there. One thousand percent. I am my party. Yeah. You know what I mean? FOMO, I think, is a very immature state of mind Mm -hmm. because you constantly feel like you have to be doing what everybody else is doing to show that like you're still in. Yes. But to feel included or special. Yeah. One thousand percent. Yeah. If you get that mindset that you don't need to do that Mm -hmm. when you're younger. Yes. Because we're both at two different parts of our lives. Yes. I'm in my early 20s. You're at the end of it. And it's like cool to kind of bounce these ideas off of mm-hmm, each other mm-hmm. and like things that we like hold close to us for our yeah. lives and it's cool to just like see how there are similarities but it's going to be different for everyone obviously yes. but I think if you're able to have that more like mature mindset that you don't need to do, be doing everything your yeah. life is going to be so much more enjoyable well, it's exhausting it's so exhausting and also you just there will be more there's always, there's always more. more there's always an opportunity another party another weekend like I just had one of the best weekends Fashion of my week life. happens every year yes yeah I have one of the best weekends with my friends of my life 
but I was we were saying to each other like we will have another weekend like this yeah and another weekend absolutely and another weekend because it's just you don't need to be stressing out one thousand percent and it's also like I say this to my this is gonna go like a little bit dark but Mm -hmm. like sometimes I'm like it's selfish of me to think that there will be a next time because the world could fucking end yes yes but Mm -hmm. in the reality that we're currently in majority of the time there's There's going to be be a next time also the the moment that we're talking about being present I said this again last week as well where I was like hey I don't really get FOMO because the party is my party is where I am so even if it's me alone on my couch smoking that's my party I'm like you're comfortable I'm like this is the party so I think to myself this is the fucking party. Yeah. I'm smoking my jet. I'm like, like, thank God. Watching the like, SEAL that's team. What you need. I'm yeah. like, this is amazing. And sometimes you need that. Like going out all the time, personally, no. I would rather die than no, do that. I'm so tired. Like that, my biggest thing, protect your peace, protect mm-hmm. your peace, protect your energy and don't force yourself. Don't force yourself. Yeah. That's the good thing for this next week. Yeah. Don't force yourself. That's another note to self. To yourself and do not force yourself upon others. 1000%. <laughs> Don't do that. Okay. We'll tell everyone where they can find you. This will be coming out the Thursday on the 7th. Oh, so, so like you'll be right in at the City. start. Oh, we are. Wait, planned. that's so good. I can't yeah. wait to like promote it. That's going to be <laughs> yes. so fun. Oh my God. So everyone. Hello. Mm-hmm. Hello. Who you've been listening to this whole time. <laughs> my Instagram is just Jake period and then Fleming. Fleming with, with one, one M. M. Yep. <laughs> bitch, even though my TikTok has two M's because when I made the username, mm. when I made the username, mm-hmm. it wasn't available. Yeah. And then my TikTok is it's Jake Flem mm-hmm. with two M's, but that's it. If you Flem. just type in Jake Fleming, you'll It'll find a girl. It'll come, <laughs> It'll come up. There's not that many. Yeah, there's not that many Jake Flemings <laughs> that look like an alien <laughs> that are doing fashion content. So I love that. Uh, yeah, that's Well, where thank you, you so much me. for coming on. Please, you. y'all go follow Jake. He's one of my... I feel like you've been on my content corner before, but yeah. just like a, even if I don't wear the stuff you're talking about, like yeah. I will watch the full. Yeah, videos. I definitely have a specific like taste, but yeah, oh, I I'll feel watch like, it. Yeah, I feel like everyone will gain at least something from it. Yes, also yeah. the the home decor and the cat. Oh yeah, you got to see. The, you got what's your cat's name? George. George, we love him. Perfect, perfect. All right, y'all go check out George on Jake's social media, and I will talk to y'all next week. Thank y'all so much for listening to today's episode. You can catch a new episode of Note to Self every Thursday. Please, please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the good stuff. I always want to hear from you, so please leave a rating and review if you have a sec. Follow Note to Self on social for all the behind the scenes action and more info about the show at NTS by PS on Instagram and at Note to Self Pod on TikTok. And I'll talk to y'all next week. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.